Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Good news. Gaining steam and more and more people Mm. every single day as they make their way to the United States of America. How many more are going to come now that they find out they could each get up to $450,000 per person, a million dollars per family? It's not real, man. <laughs> what world are we living in? How many more tens of thousands are going to come for the illegal alien lottery? Let's do it. Let's just get them all, you know, wealthy for breaking our nation's laws. That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Seriously, that that can't happen. <laughs> it just can't happen. Good to see that some gold star families are talking about it and talking about what a what a disrespectful thing to, this is to do what a slap in the face it is to gold star families somebody in their family has paid the ultimate price uh and given the ultimate sacrifice for this country and what do they get hundred thousand dollars illegal aliens because they were inconvenienced for a few days um after trying to sneak into our country illegally, by the way, get four hundred and fifty thousand apiece, up to a million per family. Is there any crime that an American citizen could commit and then get rewarded handsomely? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Again, the benefits are just amazing if you're an illegal alien, but not so much, you know, if you're an American citizen. And again, you can't be separated from your family if you're an illegal alien. But uh, we don't have any such qualms about separating Americans from their families and sending them to jail. That's not a problem at all. Nobody ever says, hey, you can't separate that family. What are you doing putting that father in jail? You're separating him from his family. Uh, our fearless leader, Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Joe Robinette Biden. He's good, right? Oh my gosh, he is terrific, and he's in uh, he's in Europe just being terrific. <laughs> uh, he was with the with the Pope. He wept, I guess, when he was with the Pope. Uh, he did more than that when he was with the Pope, from what we heard. Pooped his pants, mm-hmm. perhaps, when he was with the Pope. <laughs> you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Right. How nice do you think those bathrooms at the Vatican are? Oh, I bet they're very nice. And then. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I know. Not anymore. And no. then reminds me of that Michael Jackson clip. Corby. There's doo doo feces <laughs> thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. You read my mind, dude. Thank you. Doo doo and feces <sighs> all over the place. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's our president. Yeah. Well, that's the rumor of our president. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's They'd right. They'd never admit that. They would never, like Roker did. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. You'll never hear Biden say that. Uh, he's already forgotten it. Yeah, that's true. He was, uh, he was, I guess he was late for a speech on uh, people, planet, posterity. Oh, I wonder why he was late. <laughs> he talks about that. Oh, okay. Uh, here's, here's why he was late. Sure. Please sit down. I apologize for keeping you waiting. We were, uh, mm-hmm. playing with elevators. <laughs> Long story. At any rate, good evening. 
<laughs> what? He's so bad. Oh, <laughs> Play with uh, elevators. We were playing with elevators. <laughs> uh, long story. <laughs> anyway, I've said too much. Hey, you know where there's not elevators? The old folks' home, Joe. <laughs> Maybe you should check it out. It's all ranch style. Right. Now you've said too much. Oh, sorry. Now you've said too much. Don't give people the idea that I belong in a rest home. Yeah, they've, that, that idea is firmly planted, yeah, sir. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, and then he struggled, I guess, to remember the name China. Oh, no. Oh. With regard to the disappointment, the disappointment relates to the fact that Russia and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, including uh, you know the not only Russia, but China. There, there, there you go. There, there you go. No, then, uh, and, uh, um, and... Uh, that not not only Russia, but uh, the other place you know in the Asia thing, right? where yeah, the th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a place where there's uh, people there. Hmm. You know, lots of them. You're gonna have to. I love Chinese people too, but come on. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That it's not good. No, it's not. And then there was that moment uh, where Biden called on the reporter. From the pre-approved list. And I don't understand why he keeps doing this. Because it just goes to show how incompetent he is that this has to be all laid out for him. Here's the pre-approved list of of reporters who are going to ask only nice questions, I guess. I don't know. And now I'm happy to take some questions. And I'm told Mm -hmm. I should start with AP Zeke Miller. Zeke, you have a question. Weird. Didn't recognize you the mask on. I apologize. Oh, God. Uh, I apologize. I, I didn't recognize you from the pre-approved list that I'm reading. Yeah, from. he's actually got... And, uh, I don't think we have the, the picture, but I saw an image where he's got the faces of all of the reporters on like a little cheat sheet. Oh, and wow. I don't know if this is standard fare, whatever, but he's looking uh, at it, obviously. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I didn't recognize you from the mask on. Yeah, that's because wearing masks is stupid. Oh, sorry, YouTube. And, mm. and, and, and you're not going to be able to recognize people. That's been the problem for the last year and a half. But, uh, boy. And was it that guy who confronted him about the yeah, so. sagging poll numbers oh, at the Zeke, G20? Zeke Miller? Yeah. yeah. Watch this. American workers are a critical part of the solution. And now I'm happy to take some questions, and I'm told I should start with uh-huh. AP Zeke Miller. Zeke, you have a question? Didn't recognize you the max mask on. Well, the I max, apologize. Max, <laughs> mask, mask. You got a max, Thank mask. Thank you, Mr. President. On. Here in Rome, you've tried to showcase that America is back, but back at home, your poll numbers have have fallen. Uh-oh. Your party's nominee for governor in Virginia is facing a very tough, more, tougher than expected race. Your party spent months trying to uh, negotiate the centerpiece of your democratic of, of your domestic legislative agenda. So we're one year now since your election. Mm-hmm. What and you have done a lot in your year in office to try to turn the page on the last administration, but we've seen how presidents can turn the page very quickly from one to the other. So why should the world, you know, believe that when you say America's back, that really it's here to stay? Because of the way they reacted, you were here. They listened. Everyone sought me out. They wanted to know what our views were. What? And we helped lead what happened here. It's just pretty you simple. You know what happened you're honest, here. No, you are honest. I didn't mean to imply you weren't. Oh, but that. Uh, we were we got significant support here significant support we're the most 
the United uh -huh. States of America is the most critical part of this entire agenda. Mm. And, uh, and, and we did it. And by the way, look, uh -oh. The polls are going to go up and down and up and down. They were high early, then they got medium, then they went back up, and now they're low. Well, look, this is uh, look look at every other president. The same thing has happened, but that's not no. why I ran. <laughs> I didn't run, run to true. determine how well I'm going to do in the polls. I ran to make sure that I followed through on what I said I would do as president of the United States. And I said that I would make sure that we were in a position where we dealt with climate change, where we moved in a direction that was significantly improved the prospects of American workers being to have good jobs and good pay. And further that, I would make sure None that we dealt happening. with the <laughs> crisis that was caused by COVID. We've done all of those. We continue to do no. them, and we'll see what happens. But I'm not running because of the polls. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, no, he's, he's running... To finish the fundamental transformation of America. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to finish the job that Barack Obama started. Yeah, and he can save those uh, international calls from his handlers overseas because he gets to meet them face-to-face -face this week in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <sighs> then he fell asleep. <laughs> and I love how all the news agencies are saying, he appeared to fall asleep. Oh, God. He appeared to fall He fell asleep. Shut up. And his aide had to come over and wake him up. Uh -huh. Look at this. There we go. Oh, boy. Oh, he woke up for a second. All right, he sees what's going on. Yeah, all right. Oh, 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 night, night. Night, night. Night, night. CP, CP time. Night, night, Joe. There's CP. So CP. My goodness, oh. I'm so sleepy. Oh, oh. Goodbye. yep. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy continues to babble, and he's sleeping. People walking by, he doesn't wake up. <clears throat> yeah, that guy tried to wake him up. He a little tap on the desk there as he walked by, like a Secret Service agent. We're going to send in somebody to actually communicate with him. And at this point, they're in a total panic. You know, yeah. they are. Go, go, talk to him. Give him a note or something. Yep. And so he comes over with his cell phone. Oh, hey. Uh, Mr. President, uh, don't sleep, please. Don't, don't fall asleep. What's that? What, what's asleep. that? You're falling oh, asleep. Oh, I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. Put his hand up. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Time to clap. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear please a word. Clap. Whatever. Oh. But now rub the CPC from your eyes. It's embarrassing. That's now, really, really embarrassing. Now, I'm going to come to the defense of Joe Biden here. Um, if you actually watch that audio and listen mm. to the speech that's happening, this guy talking about, we must do something, be more sustainable, ecological nightmare. Yeah, I'm not saying it isn't boring. Right. No, no, no. I just, I, I, <laughs> who who wouldn't fall asleep with that? But, uh, man, he uh, he's sharp, though. He is on top of it, and uh, mm -hmm. I trust him to look out for our best interests over there. He's not making any deals with the devil over there no. when he is uh, lucid, correct? Right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gosh, it's so bad, man. It's so bad. So now, if that's Trump, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not he appeared to fall asleep. No, he fell asleep. Yeah, it's, it shows disrespect to world on the world stage, you know, representing America. Passes out during a speech. There's no question about that. That, that is exactly the way it would be handled. Instead, NBC tried to spin it as, oh, the guy, he appeared to fall asleep, yes. But he's on such a busy schedule. He had just flown from Italy 
to Glasgow and he was, you know, really tired and he's been working his ass off, this guy. <laughs> like li- literally. <laughs> literally. Left part of it in Rome, I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's that? So, Sorry. yeah, uh, there's that. But, uh, I mean, he was, he was just burning the midnight oil. The guy mm. doesn't sleep. He's working straight through 24 hours a day. Yeah. So that's NBC making yeah. excuses for him. And let's give him credit for being 138 years old. I mean, this is pretty good. He's literally turning 79 November 20th. Oh, wow. Oh, that's bumming it. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, sure, so sure he's birthday. 79 going on 99. Easy. Yeah, he's... Oh, you share the birthday with... Uh, I do. With Joe with Biden. that young man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not the same age, obviously, but uh, but yes. You're going to be 19? Is that right? 28. I'll be 28 on uh, on the 20th. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. Getting close to the 30s. A little nervous about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you going to celebrate uh, your 28th birthday oh, in a special way? Sure. Well, I don't know. I don't have any plans. Are you still on your parents' insurance? Uh, no, not anymore. They since just rolled you off of it. They're gone, but thank yeah. you for uh, bringing that up. My bad. Mm-hmm. Thought the joke was worth it. No, I'm essentially an orphan. Oh, uh, no. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I've, I've really done it. At 28 oh, years old. now I've done it. Yeah, you've done it. I'm sorry. Kind of ruined the day. Did I? Yeah. So are you, are you going to go anywhere or do anything on the 20th? No. It's a Saturday, I see. Is it? Yeah. So then Christmas is too, because my, oh, my birthday always falls nice, on the yeah. same day yep. as Christmas does. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Hmm. Um, also, Biden apologized for Trump pulling the U.S. Out of the Paris Accords. See, I told you, he's over there looking out for our best interest, Pat. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize. For the I guess United I shouldn't States apologize, but I do apologize. The United States. pulled out of the Paris Accords mm-hmm. and put us sort of behind the people. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I did when elected, I see my friend nodding his head over there because we talked about this before while I was running. Well, I know the United States just because the leadership of people behind me, like former Secretary Kerry and Senator Kerry and a lot of you as well, that um, American people four or five years ago weren't all sure about climate change. We weren't sure about it four or five years ago, well, climate they change. Have, as they say in southern parts of my state, seen the Lord. Oh, we've seen the seen Lord now. No. The incredible changes. Like what? Now Tell what are the incredible? What are the incredible changes taking place? What? They just keep saying this without pointing to anything. Yeah. What's the incredible change we've seen? Remember the G8 got together and stood on the beach and posed for a photograph, and somebody posted <laughs> it was a photograph the exact same from a hundred years ago. The ocean hasn't moved. Right. Stop. It's the same in nineteen. Was it nineteen twenty or nineteen twenty one? As it was when they were there in twenty or. or 21. Yeah. Uh, again, it's the same. What has changed so dramatically that it's such a good thing you got us back into the climate accord? Dragging America into this new world mm. order has been their goal forever. And the hiccup in the plan was Donald Trump. Yeah, right. And that that and now he's like, "Oh, we got to we're behind the eight ball now, you know. Sorry for those 4 years." Uh, 
It's despicable. They are I, they are finding out ways to control your life like never before now with the pandemic on top of all this nonsense with climate. All right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, real estate agents I trust. That's Glenn's company. His uh, people fully vet these agents to make sure that you have a much better experience than Glenn did when he sold his house in, um, in K- Connecticut before real estate agents I trust existed. Now there's 12 to 1500 of these agents nationwide and they all have really great track records and marketing plans. And so they're not going to just stick you with a an open house every single weekend. You might have an open house, but just not that won't be the only their only technique in getting your house sold because it's really hard to have an open house all the time. But balloons, Pat. But balloons, yeah. yeah. And balloons sell. I know. <laughs> Honey, I I want to buy the house that had the balloons. Yeah, uh, that's what you base your decision on when it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh-huh. Hey, how about that home with the uh, with the really pretty balloons that were out in front? You know, tied mm. to the mailbox. Yeah, but you said let's you, go there. You you liked uh, the pool <laughs> at the other one. Yeah, but balloons. Yeah, but these agents know the neighborhoods. They know the schools. They know the districts. They know uh, the places that you are going to appreciate living. So. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Hmm. Hmm. So the EPA has proposed new rules to limit planet warming gas methane. Oh, yes. At the center of the announcement is regulation from the EPA that would push oil and gas companies to more accurately detect, monitor, and repair methane leaks. Oh, good. From new and existing wells, pipelines, and other equipment. The EPA estimates it would cut 41 million tons of methane emissions from 2023 to 2035. More than all the carbon dioxide emitted by all U.S. passenger cars and commercial planes in 2019. Oh, wow. So that's great. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Biden EPA would also go further than that of former President Barack Obama's EPA, which only covered new and recently modified equipment. It would also regulate natural gas that comes as a byproduct of oil production, which is often vented or flared and cover leaks from compressor stations and gas-fired pneumatic controllers. How often have I bitched about... (laughs) The gas-fired pneumatic controllers. Uh, I on air? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't Both know. on and off. Mostly off, but it's a it's a regular thing. You turn the <laughs> mic off at eight o'clock, and you're like, "All right, boys." All right. What about the gas-fired pneumatic controllers? What yeah. are we doing about that right now? Anybody putting pressure on our? Uh, well, they are our now. elected officials. They're gonna do it now. Finally, uh, our unelected officials at the EPA will take care of it. If the rules are implemented, the mm-hmm. agency says that would result in a new routine monitoring at 300,000 well sites across the country. Oh, good! Yeah. yeah. All told, the estimate is that about 75% of all methane emissions will be covered by this rule. Methane is obviously, obviously. a key issue for the United States. Huh. Mm. Yep. That's good. That's, that's good. That's really yeah, good. Uh, I love giving the federal government access to more uh, parts of American life as they go and inspect these 300,000 mm-hmm. wells 
That's great. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, and, and the, the gas-fired pneumatic controllers. Sure. Yep. You got to get those. Don't done. forget about that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm getting tired of talking about it. Really, <laughs> I'm tired of talking about is it. Is the goal to not make it as warm? Is that? I mean, is, is that still a thing, or is it just yeah. climate chaos? No, that's the thing. So it it's still can't be as warm because this this is greenhouse gas makes it warmer and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you? How how old were you in February of last year when it got stupid cold in Texas? So they're gonna it's make actually it actually February of this year, right? Because thank you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So last winter. Yes. Is that better? Yes. Thank you for for that clarification. Or last February. No, we're done. So check this out. <laughs> is that is that what the goal is? They want to make it colder now. Is that is that what they're trying to do? Oh yes. my gosh, it's so warm because the yeah. pneumatic things that you always well the gas fired pneumatic controllers. See, and see if they got to get those under control. Maybe we won't yeah. have snowstorms anymore in Texas. Right. Well, I hope. Which, by I the hope. way, um, this administration and the New World Order leadership that is visiting Glasgow right now, um, take a guess. How many private jets flew into that city for this event? You know, remember, they're there to save the planet, Pat. Mm-hmm. So how many? Probably zero, right? You would guess zero private jets? <laughs> well, except for John Kerry's because he won't apologize. I'm not going to apologize for jetting around in a private plane all over the world. Okay, so one. One. I would, have, they, I would say made, one, and it was John Kerry. They made the Kerry exception. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, 402. Yeah. 402. Pri- private, private jets. jets. Mm-hmm. Flew into Glasgow. 402 private jets. That we know of. Jeez. These guys. I mean, if Massive you, hypocrisy. If it's you, just so if, embarrassing. If you think for a second that they actually believe what they, they tell don't. you to do nope they don't because if you did believe it if you believe the hogwash that spills out of their fat faces all the time you would know that they you would absolutely expect them to be i don't know homebound right you mm-hmm. would certainly they wouldn't drive in cars you would take a bicycle or you would take whatever low emission transportation you could possibly find don't forget 85 cars to get Biden from the airport to the bathroom in Rome. 85, 85, yeah. because they love the environment. And if you absolutely had to travel by plane, you would take a commercial jet. Mm-hmm. You'd take a commercial flight. And there's just no there's no way around that. You can't you can't pine that off on, oh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm just busy and I, I, can't, uh, I can't be expected to fly with the riffraff with your little people. And you can apply this to the environment mm. policies. You can apply this to COVID policies. Oh, yeah. You name it, they're hypocrites. They do not for a nanosecond expect them to follow the same rules as you. And they don't follow them. And we, we catch them all the time, and it still doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like the John Kerry thing. He doesn't care. I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay. Well, I guess you don't really believe it then, do you? There, there's no way you can believe it and then act as as you do. And it's the same with Al Gore. Al Gore mm-hmm. flies fl- private jets all the time. And he claims, well, because of my schedule, <laughs> I have to fly private jets. Oh, okay, okay right. Now, now explain all the lights on your property burning all night. Yeah. Yeah, you remember when he had that 10,000 square foot home in Tennessee and it was... It was not energy efficient no, in any way. No, no, no. And he was using more, he was burning more carbon than, or using more carbon, whatever, the 
Yeah. Uh, I know the, the metric is. Yeah. Then tw- it was like 20 times that of an average American household. And 20 way times. More, way more than what and Bush way was more burning Bush. on his ranch. And they kept sending that email around. It went around over and over and over. I must have gotten that thing a thousand <laughs> times. And I started thinking, okay, this can't be true because none of these are. <laughs> and it was. It was absolutely true that Bush had this self-sustaining, really environmentally friendly place in Crawford. Mm-hmm. And uh, the water recycled. And, and mm. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, I don't get amazing. those uh, mass emails anymore. Remember how they yeah. used to always get those? And All I'm not time. complaining. Yeah, I'm not asking for them. I just haven't seen one in a while. I think it's kind of shifted to Twitter, probably. Mm. Instead of emailing, they just tweet that stuff out. <laughs> and then people go crazy on Twitter with it. But uh, every once in a while, you run into one true thing. And that one was. Yeah. A and, lot of them aren't. And, well, then the other one that's that's widely circulated that's also true is the Nigerian Prince email. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. Wait, yeah, that's super true. Hold on a second. I just replied to the yeah. guy this morning. Are you saying you're, you're no, not saying it like that's it's not real? True. Uh, it isn't true, Keith. I'm sorry. Oh no. No boy. Oh, oh no. no. So routing number is that a big deal? You kind Giving of, that out? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh snap! I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Might want to call your bank. Yep. I'm on it. All right. Thanks. Uh, Ed Bishop, who works at the Blaze, <laughs> says his wife is a big fan and uh, heard us talking about. Unpaid leave. Right. New York City. Because of not taking the vaccine. De Blasio was saying, yeah, you're on unpaid leave if you don't get vaccinated. And we're like, what is that? Why don't they just fire them? Yeah. There's got to be some legal thing or something there. Mm -hmm. And I think she found the answer in in a prophetic movie. uh, And here it is. Here's the reason. Office space. Yeah. I think they... I looked into it more deeply and I found that apparently what happened is that he was Milton. laid off five years ago and no one ever told him about it. <laughs> but through some kind of glitch in the payroll department, he still gets a paycheck. So we just went ahead and fixed the glitch. Uh-oh. Great. So um, Milton has been let go. Well, just a second there, Professor. We, uh, we fixed the glitch. So he won't be receiving a paycheck anymore, so it'll just work itself out naturally. We always like to avoid confrontation whenever possible. (laughs) Problem is solved from your end. (laughs) Um, There we go. So there there you go. You send him home, you don't pay him, it works itself out. That's what's happening right now. There's no liability. In fact, the state doesn't even have to pay unemployment, right? Right. Because they didn't terminate him. Right. Boy, dirty. So they just fixed the glitch. That's all. A little glitch in all the unvaccinated. Uh, also, here's a nurse who was escorted out of the hospital because uh, she won't take the vax either. Let's go. Look at the cops following her. Come on. Stop it. Thank you. I am being escorted out of Kaiser Permanente Hospital for um, my religious beliefs because I don't want to get the jab and um, I asked all day for someone to explain to me why my sincerely held religious beliefs are not good enough for Kaiser and no one was able to do that for me Bye. so now they're escorting me out because I wanted an answer and I'm not leaving without an answer and I have some nurses here who are standing with me in solidarity and I appreciate that 
And I just want all of you to count the cost. I want you to watch this and think, what really matters to me? Because I am willing to lose my safety and security, my house, everything for my freedom. And I want you to think about that. Mm. Wow. Boy, and I thought that elevator voice at the very end said it perfectly when it said going Going down. down. Just think a year from now. All of these people who are losing their jobs, who aren't going to be able to pay the mortgage, put food on the table. What kind of society do you think we're going to have in one year? In five years? Ten years? Mm -hmm. It's not not good. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't have ten years anymore. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. The climate, right? Climate. My bad. My bad. Climate's about to end. Yeah, but but they're fixing that over in Glasgow, so we're fine. (laughs) We're good. But but seriously, it is... It is past time to, to start pouring the concrete and laying the foundation for these hospitals for the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated employees and the unvaccinated people that aren't going to be allowed treatment, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Come on, America. Wake up. We're going to play you this thing from uh, RFK Jr. We, we don't have time for it here, but uh, coming up in a few minutes, we'll get to this because... It's amazing. This guy is an extreme left-wing guy on so many issues. So many. But not so much when it comes to vaccines. Uh, You might know he's pretty famously. uh, This guy is an anti-vaxxer. He's anti not just this vaccine, but I think all vaccines. And uh, so we'll see what he has to say about this. Should be fascinating. Also, a COVID vaccine for kids is about to come out, and uh, some families are really excited about that, interestingly. We'll get to that as well, coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. I got some tweets here. Bob, blah, blah. Who knew civil asset forfeiture money would be turned around and given to illegal aliens for breaking the law? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? Uh, Rowdy introvert tweets, uh, my kids love to play with elevators, too. Joe must have walked into the elevator and pushed all the buttons so that it had to stop on all the floors. Button button pusher in chief seems to sum it all up nicely. (laughs) Attack Yuki. What kind of pudding do they serve in Glasgow? Uh, It's, uh, I think... uh, like blood sausage pudding. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it's blood That's, sausage pudding. sounds gross. Mm-hmm, it does. Yeah. Rowdy introvert. Uh, President Biden has an obvious poker tell. Whenever he says, look, or here's the deal, you can be sure that he's bluffing. That's that's very true. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like what Jeffy with his <clears throat> first of all. Right. First of all. First of all. First of all. Who among us? DMX DM tweets, Carrie's sitting behind Joe looking all, I can't believe this addled old turd is president instead of me. That's for sure. Oh, look at there. Yeah, look at him. That's a good shot. That's exactly what he's thinking. I can't believe this addled old turd is president instead of me. Right there. That's what's coming right out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> all right. 888-933-93. Let's go to Mitchell in Virginia. Uh, who just voted. Hey, Mitchell. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Doing good. Hey, yeah. So I've listened for about a year. Love the blaze. Love you guys. So you. Um, I just voted this morning uh, in Loudoun County, Virginia. It 
the enthusiasm is really high. I mean, I know it's still early in the morning, but there's a, a lot of people out. I didn't, I didn't see very many Democrats. <laughs> there's really? a, lot of, a lot of us out this morning. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Did you have to yeah, wait I'm in line? Excited. It's feeling good. Was there a line already? Uh, or? No. No. Not too much of a line, no, but the, the turnover was quick. We were in and out of there in three to four minutes. That's good. Mm. That's great. Yeah, the Democrats yeah. vote at 3 a.m. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, yeah. yeah. Take care, guys. All right, you too. Uh, so I hope that goes well. I hope – I because all the polls are indicating that uh, Glenn Yenkin is going to win this thing over Terry McAuliffe. And it would be – Kind of a shock at this point if McAuliffe pulls this out. And I think a lot of people would be a little skeptical huh? Uh, about the election process. No. This is the United States of America, Pat. Right, you can't, you can't, you can't fake an election here. You can't commit fraud in an election here. You can't steal an election here. So I don't know what I was thinking there for a minute. Thank you for bringing me back to reality, Keith, because that's an awful thought, you know, here in the United States of America. Oh, by the (laughs) way, uh, fully vaccinated Jen Psaki has COVID-19. Huh. And so does, who was the other person? Uh, John Bon Jovi. John. (laughs) Yeah, man. He didn't. uh, Oh, wow. Didn't practice his. Oh, boy. Social distancing, I guess, after I guess all. not. And so he needs to listen to his song again. He didn't take it to heart. But uh, how did I? He got it as well. What in the world did I label that? Uh, uh, crappy music? Have uh, you looked under crappy? I haven't. Okay. Let me see, though. So, um, so yeah, so he, uh, you know, I guess the substitute for love, uh, uh, the vaccine is. didn't help him. And yeah. here we are. Although I'll keep my social distance, but this world needs a head. Till we find a vaccination. Which, by the way, we, we did. There's no substitute for love. Ugh. But there's still no substitute for love. Who wrote that lyric? Okay. I, Seriously. I think John did. did. Love yourself and love your neighbor. Love your neighbor and a friend. Anytime you love a stranger, just a friend you ain't man yet. There's audio. So, he has it. Yeah, he didn't socially distance, I guess. Uh, but he is fully vaxxed, right? Uh, sure. Are you looking for who wrote the lyric? Yeah, he, he wrote he it. He did, right? Yeah, yeah, he wrote it. Yeah. And uh, now I'm going to go and confirm that he's uh, indeed vaxxed. He's got... You write something like that, you're you vaccinated. To, oh, the minute the vaccine comes out, he's... Yeah, he's vaccinated. ...getting that shot. So, Saki revealed Sunday she tested positive uh, despite being fully vaccinated. She's the highest-ranking White House official to have publicly revealed be infected with it. She issued a statement about her infection and admitted that she interacted with President Biden over the last week. And what what is he doing then in Europe with the rest of these leaders? Wait a minute. Are you kidding me? If you're on your way to work, how many times have you been told to turn around and go home because you came within the same zip code as someone that had COVID-19? Yeah. And this cat is literally meeting with the entire planet after being in close quarters with someone who just tested positive. I can't take it. Well, he met with the Pope. The Pope, thank you. He met with the Pope. They were holding hands or shaking hands. I can't. I can't. Hanging out together 
in close quarters, not socially distanced. <laughs> so uh, that seems, I don't know, risky, wrong, mm-hmm. based on what they're telling us all the time. I mean, they have had, they have changed society based mm-hmm. on fear. Yeah. And then he goes to Rome, hangs with the Pope. Then he goes to Glasgow, hangs with world leaders. Uh, wait, what happened to, uh, I guess because he's... <laughs> I guess because he's fully vaxxed, oh, he doesn't we have see to that quarantine. That works. That yeah, works. Well, it works so well for Jen mm-hmm. and for John. John Bon Jovi and Jen Psaki, it worked really well for them. Look at this. <clears throat> uh, Stu says this is only 14% breakthrough. I don't believe that. But that's the stat that that he, he cites right now is... There's been 14% infection rate among the vaccinated. Yeah, he likes numbers. And he does. I got a number for him. Mm. It's 621, and it's on that story in front of you. Okay. In a year-long study of 621 people in the UK with mild COVID-19, scientists found that their peak viral load was similar regardless of vaccination status. What? Wow. (laughs) Come on. Stop. The analysis also found that 25% of vaccinated household contacts still contracted the disease. So that's higher than 14%, obviously. From an index case, while 38% of those who hadn't had shots became infected, that's only 13% higher Mm -hmm. than the vaccinated. So why are we, again, or somebody remind me, why are we getting this vaccine again? And not only that, I mean, get the vaccine if Mm. you want, but why are we reconstructing mankind yeah we are or around yeah. around mandates why can you not have your job if you're not vaccinated when it makes so little difference wow that's really something yep 25% breakthrough cases according to that uk study huh hmm. huh well huh. Then. yeah huh. yeah and remember same viral load whether you're vaxxed or not oh by the way hmm I find out if I still have the antibodies uh, pretty soon here. Why? I went and I did the blood work yesterday. To find oh, out. did you? Yep. So we'll see. By the end of the week, you should get I, it, right? I don't know. Yeah. I would think so. I'm supposed to get a call, huh. and they're going to tell me. Good. Yeah. So it's been 11 months. Has so, it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you uh, don't have the antibodies, you're going to run out and get the vaccine, oh, right? Of course I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I know you're high on... And I swear, if any of you sends like me that. a tweet at Keith Malinak and says, I heard that you're getting the vax if you don't have the antibodies. Uh, Judy, I will, he's being sarcastic. I will reach into my laptop and I will pull you into the other side here. I'm never getting that shot. I don't care what the threat is. It's never going to happen. All right. Okay. Well, uh, then you're right along with uh, RFK Jr., mm. I believe, uh, who is... About to tell us what the future is going to look like with the vaccine mandate. Yeah. My father told me when I was a child, people in authority lie. What? And we all, if we are going to continue to live in a democracy, we, don't we need to understand democracy. that people in authority <laughs> lie. People in authority will abuse every power that we relinquish to them. Yep. And right now, we are giving them the power to micromanage every bit of our lives right. 24 hours a day. They're going to know where we are. They're going to know the money that we spend. 
They're going to have access to our children. They're going to have the right to f compel unwanted medical interventions on us. Mm -hmm. We, you know, the Nazis did that in the camps in World War II. They tested vaccines on gypsies and Jews. And the world was so horrified after the war, we signed the Nuremberg Charter. And we all pledge when we do that. We would never again impose unwanted medical interventions on human beings without informed consent. And yet in two years, all of that conviction has suddenly disappeared. And people are walking around in mass where the science has not been explained to them. They are, they are doing what they're told. They are these, these government agencies are orchestrating obedience. And it is not democratic. It's mm. not the product of democracy. Mm -hmm. It's the product of a pharmaceutical-driven biosecurity agenda that will enslave the entire human race and plunge us into a dystopian nightmare where the apocalyptical forces of ignorance and greed will be running our lives and ruining our children and destroying all the dreams and dignity that we hope to give to our children. That's really interesting to hear him saying something I fully agree with. Uh, so weird. Mm. <laughs> it's weird because he's an extreme left-wing guy. Uh, and he's got, he's got something uh, wrong with his vocal cords. I think it's the same disease that Catherine Hepburn had. Mm. And so that's why he sounds that way. But uh, really adamant about vaccines, always has been. And now here it is being mandated by the government. And so he's radically opposed to that. Uh, amazing. Yeah, I don't disagree with anything. Yeah, I, it was all true. Because he was talking about <clears throat> the vaccine and the new banking regulations. And uh, again, can you imagine if Donald Trump as president, I know it's kind of a theme today, said, yeah, we want to know if there's $600 of movement in your bank account. <laughs> It'd be out of their minds. <laughs> out of their minds with rage. Glad we got rid of that fascist, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Keeps. You already, how are you going to know when you're ready to do something about the receding hairline or some of the bald spots that are starting to appear? And I think you'll know when they're the first things you see in the mirror every day. Uh, it's, it's time. And when you start to do something about it, do this. Go to Keeps. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. It's uh, Keeps offers doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair treatment. And because they use the generic versions, uh, that's about half the price that you'll pay with other companies. And you can do everything online. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. You just answer a few questions online, post a couple of pictures of your hair so they have an idea of what's happening to you. And then a licensed doctor reviews all that information and will send you the right hair loss treatment for you shipped directly to your door and if you have any questions along the way you can message your keeps doctor 24 7 and track your progress with keeps progress tracking tool and to get you started we're going to give you a special discount go to keeps.com slash pat get 50 percent off your first order of hair loss treatments that's keeps 
Keeps.com slash Pat. Keeps.com slash Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. But what I'm excited about is getting the 5 to 12-year-olds vaccinated and then, and then soon after that, uh, getting every living human being vaccinated, all the way down to uh, infants, just fresh out of the womb, infants just jamming that needle in their arm as soon as they come out. They're hoping to by the end of December. Give yep. them something else to cry about. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, <sighs> so, you know, it's it's coming soon. Uh, it's about to come out. It's about to be approved, and uh, one family is just all giddy about it. Or is this is my daughter. Hmm. She's nine. We're about to blind react to something. Blind react. What does oh, that good. say? What's that say? Hold on, dear. <laughs> I'm recording something for the YouTube. <laughs> what does it say? What's it say? The COVID vaccine for kids is so next week should be clear for kids through five to eleven. What does that oh. mean for you? What's that, what's that mean go to you? Go with my friends. Oh. I can finally, you know, go outside. Go to stores. Go to stores. So she hasn't been to a store? I'm excited. Oh, gosh. Or outside since this thing began? I it's going to be like in a couple months. No, apparently it's next week. <laughs> oh. Wow. I love you, Mom. Oh, God, She's why you need to get vaccinated. She's right. You need okay. to. Yeah. She's why right. I need to get vaccinated? I think she said she's right. Well, no, she said she's why you need to get vaccinated. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, she's why do I get to... Why do I have to get right. vaccinated? Because of her. Then she should have been out she's playing getting, with her friends earlier, yeah. right? Because so many other people have already gotten vaccinated. If she's getting the vaccine, then that's what it takes for her to get outside. What do I have to do with it? How depressing is that? So I'm inferring from for the last 18 months, she hasn't yeah, she's been done in the store. She hasn't been able to see her friends. She hasn't been mm-hmm. out of the house. I mean, this is child abuse, quite frankly. And 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 YouTube can just eat the last half hour of this show. But I'm, that is madness. These people that are constantly fearful are just like RFK said. They are right there for you to control. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I... I I feel so bad for that kid, and she seems like such a bright young lady mm-hmm. who has apparently lived the last 18 months in that house with that mom who has done nothing but instill fear in her. It's abusive. Yeah, and how many how many households are like that? Yes. Probably a, a lot. Yep, there are. There's a good many. Yep. There there are people who are just out of their minds with fear on this on this virus. Yeah, there are people that two years ago you probably looked at as a friend with common sense mm-hmm. that today not so much a member of the vax cult that's really what it is too as we mentioned multiple times it is a cult really is it's almost like a religion to them mm-hmm. climate change and this vaccination thing are like religions to them triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. more pack ray unleashed coming up <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being with us. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Nova came for the soul tweets. 
Keith, we're going to have exactly the society that the elites want. Society totally dependent on the government. And those who aren't vaxxed will just die off due to the inability to participate. Oh, will we? Hmm. No, I think we'll start our own society. Thank you very much. Kaboom tweets, everyone knew religious exemptions would be disqualified when every mask mandate included exemptions for people with health issues, but those were entirely ignored. Absolutely. Every single time. Jeffy's 18 Spoons, RFK Jr.'s assessment is probably the most accurate and well-articulated take on what's happening I've, I've heard so far. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, it was pretty powerful. And from President Zoe Brandon, uh, Donald Trump was called a fascist for not allowing the Democrats to force and control every aspect of your life. Yeah. Uh, and look where we are now here with, with actual fascism happening every single day. And it seems to be, you know, something they love. The Democrats love it. They love the mandates. They love the demands for what we can and can't do in society uh, because of what we will or won't put into our bodies. Pretty amazing. Uh, Let's see. California High School just won a football game 106 to nothing. Oh, nice. Good for them. Inglewood High School beat Inglewood Morningside 106 to nothing with quarterback Justin Martin starring in the win. And of course, that's a class classless move uh, on on their part. Um, Martin, who recently committed committed to UCLA, set the state record for most touchdown passes in a game with his incredible performance. Oh, how many? Let's see. It doesn't say. It but the school took some heat for running up the score. Well, of course he did. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're a sissy society now. Yep. Inglewood Morningside coach Brian Collins ripped the school. It was a classless move. I yeah. told them go play John Saint B- Saint John Bosco in Matter Day. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm sure. Why? Well, uh, if they were on the schedule, they probably would You're go right, play them, bro. Right? Get better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't be such a loser. According to Max Preps. Uh, Martin has was just two touchdowns short of tying the national high school record of 15 touchdown passes set by Arthur Smith of Nebraska in 1921. Wow, a 100-year-old record still stands. <laughs> I didn't know they even had the forward pass in 1921. Collins added that the officials asked Inglewood uh, if they would run the clock and they refused the request. Now they want to play football. Right, man. My kids want to play. We're having fun here. Try harder. What do you want from us? Shut up. Collins added that the officials, so asked them if they would. He he said he was also surprised uh, Martin played as much as he did after recently announcing his commitment to the Bruins. Wait. Kid wanted to play. uh, Why would that that affect his playing time? You don't stop playing high school once you've committed to a college. You keep playing until you graduate. That's what happens. He called the whole ordeal bad sportsmanship. Oh, stop it, you. Colin said he hoped the loss, uh, he hoped to use the loss as motivation for his team to improve. Yeah, yeah, that's what you should do. So stop your whining. Yep. Douchebag! This right. is that's so ridiculous. This is America, and the rules of the game don't change just because you're ahead by a lot. Now, 
uh, the rules are that we have to take a knee every single snap. Now the rules are that we don't try to get into the end zone. What do you, I mean, it's, it's asinine. I hate this theory that just because you're up by a lot, you've got to stop playing football. I contend that you would do more harm to the losing team players. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's bigger it, a bigger insult. Yeah, if you're kneeling down and just watching the clock and you're standing around going, wow, thanks for... Thanks for helping us out because we suck so badly. As opposed to get in there and try to get better. I just, I can't take this society. Stop. This is interesting. <laughs> oh, no. They're up 104 to nothing. Okay. And they go for two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, let me, look, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let, let me play devil's advocate here. All right. Okay, look. I need my fourth stringers. These are the these are the freshmen. All right. They need to get in there and know the offense. Okay. Well, yes, you can make that. Now, I don't know who I don't was know if that happened. For, yeah, I don't know. But that's one thing that there was a time, Pat, when the University of Nebraska would win really, really big. And I particularly remember one game, it was against Iowa State. I think it was seventy seven to seven. Mm-hmm. And Tom Osborne who would always kneel down with five minutes to go with the third mm-hmm. and fourth stringers. We were on the goal line, and I wanted Willie Miller, who was like the third string fullback at that time, I wanted to see him score a touchdown. And instead, it was just kneel, 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 kneel. Yep. And it should have been 84-7 to seven or whatever the score was. But you see, these kids have got to learn. This coach is doing them no favors by coddling them like this. Yeah, it's pathetic. It, it, it's you gotta try. By the way, it was fifty-nine to nothing after the first quarter. First quarter, jeez. <laughs> Does it say? It, I didn't see where it said that they put in. You know, the second and third. And yeah, 14. that I don't know. That so I don't know. We, we don't know about that. And I, I don't know. You know, St. John Bosco that he mentions and Matterday are two of the. They're always in the top twenty. Um, high school wise, in the top twenty in the country. I bet Morningside's not. Morningside's probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, but I don't know if they're in the same classification or or what. If they, you know, uh, I suspect they're not. Since they can go play St. John Bosco. Well, okay, uh, uh, they're not on our schedule. So how could I do that? Yeah, it's just stupid. You're not. You're it's not. Just a stupid sentiment. You're not helping it out there, losing coach. But I, I will say though, um, you kind of risk if you're up fifty nine nothing after the first quarter, mm-hmm. and you're still got your starters in there. You risk them being injured from a cheap shot from a disgruntled player on the other team. Maybe you do mm-hmm. put in your backups if for nothing else to protect the starters from injury. Yeah, I think at 59 nothing, it's safe to put in the backups and get You them think that leads safe? I think it's safe, yeah. Uh. Now, wait, this school from... This team wasn't from Atlanta, Georgia, right? Apparently not. Okay, no. so no. so the lead was safe. I'd say uh, based on the schools that... He, California, yeah. Yeah, California. Yeah. Where, uh, where they're all into meritocracy and... Uh, Yes, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. We'll have to look up and see what classification they're in. So Dick, Dick Vitale wants the coach to be fired. What? Yeah, he tweeted out something. Did he really? Yeah, let's see. What's he doing crossing into football? Yeah. Uh, shut up. Stay in your lane, right. Dickie V. It's, a, it's not a basketball is- issue, so <laughs> keep your nose out of it. Maybe he saw the score and he thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would fire the coach. For winning big, that's asinine. You know what? I, I, asinine. I'm gonna, can I have that article? I'm going to make it my mission to look up to see if there's an old news report about Arthur Smith in Nebraska. And is that with the guy who uh, has the uh, the record now? 
um, because I want to see if coaches back then were quoted in the paper uh, as whoops. saying something like, oh, that's a classless move. Vote Harding. You know, I want to find out what happened there. I'll bet you it wasn't a thing back then. I bet it wasn't. I'll bet it wasn't I bet it thing. was like, well, boys, we got our butts handed to us. Right. I guess we got to get back to the old, well, the farm, and then back to the practice field. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> watched a little bit of uh, Monday Night Football last night. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was curious about the the Manning thing. I hadn't seen it up until now, and so uh, I watched some of it last night. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the Peyton Eli? Yeah, I love it. Uh, broadcast. Yeah, I, I wish they were actually in a booth and not, you know. That's the thing over TV. You know, yes, living rooms they're in they're in their separate houses, uh, and so that kind of. I mean, it's it's fun and it's different. But it's often kind of chaotic because they're not in the same place. The satellite delay uh, creates a ton of crossover talk. And so they're talking over each other a lot, especially when they bring in a guest like they did last night with Jon Stewart. And then there's three people talking via satellite on delay. And then it kind of becomes a mess. They need to get them in the same room. So they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I still contend this is an audition. To actually be the Monday Night Football crew, and well, he turned Peyton turned it down. Yeah, well, already now he's gotten a taste though. But now, yeah, yeah, maybe this maybe this will be the the thing he needs to think. Yeah, I think I have the broadcast bug now. Yeah, let me do this. And I, I thought that the 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 team they've got in the booth, while they're okay, I, I figured they were pretty nervous looking over their shoulder at the Manning brothers uh, this season on these games. But uh-huh. I think the ratings. I, I just saw a quick blurb. I just woken up the other day, and, and I think it was like like fifteen to one though. The audience size is watching. The regular broadcast as opposed to the Mannings, which is shocking because the buzz on the Mannings, you would think it would be flipped. Yeah, you would. Um, Although it's different enough that I think, you know, people are just more used to what they're what they get on ESPN's main channel. And it's it will be interesting to see if next year, because I think Peyton likes having Eli around. Mm -hmm. So if they offered him and Eli a, a spot in the booth. I bet he'd take it. I bet he'd take it. If it was Levy and the Mannings, that would be a pretty good broadcast. I forget who who's the that's there. Brian Greasy and who's the other guy that's with him? Right. Yeah. Whoever it is. Hang on, I'll find. <laughs> whoever it is, they're going to be replaced with the Mannings Lewis next Riddick. year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's who it is. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Some far left writer on Twitter <laughs> posted this uh, on Halloween night. <laughs> Some kids have been getting upset about this, but frankly, I'm beyond caring. There's a pandemic going on, and you're spreading it. Go home. <laughs> there was a sign out. Yeah, he put a little note telling kids go home. It isn't safe to trick or treat during COVID. Oh, shut up, you. And he has a basket of masks, not candy. Take a mask and go and enjoy your life in seclusion by yourself somewhere. Then he tweeted, Uh oh. Well, someone egged my house and for some reason wrote, Let's go, Brandon, on the garage with ketchup. <laughs> I hate Halloween. Serves you right, dude. <laughs> Look at the tweet. Look at the time. So he tweeted out the That's mask so sign and, and all that stuff at like 6.30. And then it was one thirty in the morning on November 1st when he says, oh, boy. 
I got egged on my house, and they wrote, let's go Brandon and catch him. What did you expect, bro? We probably shouldn't enjoy that so much because, you know, it's not right. But uh, I can't help myself. And by the way, Bill Maher has declared this Mm. pandemic over. So I don't know what this guy's complaining about. The the thing's over. Okay. We're down with that because it's the Democrats who seem to be... I mean, I travel in every state now back on on the road, and the red states are a joy, and the blue states are a pain in the ass (laughs) for no reason. We are all tired of this vaccine. We're all ready to take off the the vaccine. You're not tired of the vaccine. We're all tired of the pandemic. He'd be losing his job. He shouldn't be furloughed without pay. The guy that saves lives because he doesn't want to take a vaccine. It's ridiculous. And just a little right. messaging. I mean, I see it all the time. I saw it driving in today. People outside alone walking with a mask. Yes. So it's stupid. So stupid. Thank it's, you, Bill. It's, it's Better be careful, amulet. Bill. You're coming yes. closer to us you know, every day. Yes. A charm people a wear around. Yes. Just ward away mm-hmm. evil exactly. spirits. It means nothing. <laughs> I mean, can't we get people to understand the facts more? No. 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 We can't. But look at him. Yeah. Every day, he's starting to enjoy the red states. Yes! The red states are a joy. The blue states are a pain in the ass. End quote, Bill Maher. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, Bill, to reality. That's the way it's been for a good long time. It's nice to see you coming around. I mean, I think about that poor girl that's been under lock and key yeah. for the last year and that a half. That was so excited she can get the vaccine now. I mean, I think of all the things that my kids have done and enjoyed here in Texas mm-hmm. in the last 18 months, and this poor girl literally has been in her house? That is tragic, dude. Well, here's an indication of just what a pain in the rectum the blue states are. In Los <laughs> Angeles, uh, the city just released strict proof of vaccination rules requiring photo ID and they appear to be tougher than Georgia's voter ID laws. So it's harder to get into a building in Los Angeles than it is to vote in Georgia. Oh, God. (laughs) Love it. A covered location is required to cross-check proof of vaccination for each patron who appears to be 18 years of age or older. Uh, photo identification means original copy of an identic identification card, including driver's license, government-issued identification card, school or work identification card, or passport. So, <laughs> you got to show a passport before you can get into a building? All right. Um, wow. That's pretty amazing. And especially when you consider how nuts they went over Georgia and Texas's uh, voter ID laws. So, Georgia, you can vote in Georgia in person by providing the following. Any valid state or federal uh, government-issued photo ID, including a free ID card issued by your county registrar's office or the Georgia Department of Driver Services, uh, Georgia driver's license, even if expired. Even if expired! Valid uh, employee photo ID from any branch, department, agency, or entity of the U.S. government, Georgia, or any county, municipality, board, authority, or any other entity of this state. Of course, a valid U.S. passport, a valid U.S. military photo, valid tribal photo. Uh, You can do almost anything. To request an absentee ballot, all you have to do is uh, show a current utility bill or a bank statement 
or a paycheck or a government check or any other government document. Um, you the the buildings in Los Angeles won't accept any of those. So there you go. <laughs> it's tougher to get into a building in L.A. than to vote in Georgia. Uh, I rest my case on what Bill Maher saying about red states being a joy and blue states a pain in the ass. I, that's a pretty good indication of it right there. Uh, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. iTarget Pro is uh, fantastic. It's so much fun to practice with, with this system and uh, so much cheaper than, say, going to a, you know, a range and buying a whole bunch of ammo and then squandering all that ammo. And then, I mean, if you can even buy the ammo, because a lot of times it's not even available on the, on the store shelves. iTarget Pro was invented to give law-abiding citizens and gun owners a better way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. So rather than the live bullet in, in the chamber, you've got a laser bullet and it shows you where the shots land on the target and keeps everything safe. Comes in all major calibers, 223 included, uh, for your AR-15. You can stay sharp with virtually any firearm that you own. Go to iTargetPro, save 10% right now, plus you'll get free shipping. When you use the offer code PAT, smartest way for you to practice. Pays for itself, literally, in a day. That's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Gray. Got some tweets here. Uh, Anti-vax cracker <laughs> tweets. Keith, they went for two. The Englewood High uh, team that beat Englewood Morningside 106 to nothing. He's speaking of. Uh, they went for two because the kicker's leg was worn out from oh. kicking all those extra points. Okay, and that's possible. <laughs> uh, we found an interesting uh, article about this mm-hmm. about this football game. Uh, it's such a big deal. They were actually doing stories about it in California. And uh, the Inglewood Unified School District actually released a, a an apology about it. Uh, and it says, we at the Inglewood Unified School District are proud are, of our team. Are saddened beyond words. They're <laughs> <laughs> saddened beyond words. Nobody died here. One team didn't murder the other. They just beat them badly. And yes, 106 to nothing is very badly. But that's something from which you can recover. <laughs> we at the Englewood Unified School District are saddened beyond words by the events that transpired at the football game on Friday night between Englewood and Morningside High Schools. We will conduct a full investigation. What? <laughs> You're going to conduct a full invest? It's a football game. Are you serious? We'll conduct a full investigation and take whatever steps are necessary to ensure that a similar outcome never happens again. Under an IUSD athletic program. That is unbelievable. Are you kidding me? This guy's going to get fired. Absolutely. For running up the score. Yep. He's going to get fired. That is asinine. Our expectation at IUSD is that every athletic contest reflects the highest level of sportsmanship, respect, and dignity. (laughs) That's embarrassing. 
Okay, that's embarrassing. That you're going to do a full investigation of a football game uh, where one team beat the other team badly. Get out of here. Wow. So, I will say, in the article, it also does explain, despite scoring 59 points in the first <laughs> quarter alone, jeez, can you imagine 59 to nothing in the first quarter? How bad is Morningside? Jeez. You guys should stop playing football. Seriously. Right. Maybe that's the issue here. Yeah. Look stop at playing yourself. football. Don't play California football. Go to Idaho and play some teams there. They'll probably kick your ass, too, but... You know, at least it probably won't be 106 to nothing. <laughs> Jeez. So despite scoring 59 points in the first quarter alone, Inglewood high head coach Milvon James mm. declined to play backups <laughs> and was initially reticent to using a, uh, a running clock to shorten the game. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like there might be something personal going on there. It sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of animosity here. Uh, Inglewood high... <laughs> Even went, uh, we think we mentioned, even went for the two-point conversion pass instead of the traditional one-point kick attempt, even though they had a triple-digit lead. <laughs> That's not something you see a lot no, in a story no. about a football game. But at what point do you, honestly, <laughs> honest question, at what point do you say if you're the winning team, you're like, hey, let's set some records here today. I know. Honestly. I know. Hey, kids, you want to be a part of history forever? And it's kind of cool because Justin Martin, who's a blue chip, rec- I, I guess he's a five-star recruit. Uh, and he committed to UCLA. So he's going He's going on to play big-time college football next year. Uh, but he threw 13 touchdown passes in a game. Some some quarterbacks in high school especially don't throw that, that many in a season. He threw it in one game. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, right? That would be fun. That'd be fun. How about, how about that for a resume builder? While you've been talking, <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been uh, scanning the Lincoln Journal Star newspaper. It's a couple hours away from Cozette, Nebraska, where uh, 15 touchdown passes were thrown back in 1921, Arthur Smith. Um, that story apparently didn't even make the news in the week and a half that I have gone through the archives. Uh, it wasn't even in the That's news. That's amazing. <laughs> See, because it wasn't a thing then. Thank you. You could beat the crap out of your opponent, and it wasn't, uh, you know, like life and death. Yeah, right. The, like the losing team today runs to Twitter, runs to the press. Yep. Help us, help us. Back then, they probably just had their head down. Well, we got our ass kicked. Yep. Let's, let's go go try to get better. Yep. How about that? <laughs> but no. Don't tell anybody about this. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Is unleashed. Is it just Keith and me on this 106 to nothing blowout? <laughs> I, I, I mean, all the coaches in the area are piling on this guy from Englewood High School. Mm. Uh, Dick Vital, uh, I think you read part of his uh, tweet, but he he tweeted out, "How could how can the coaching staff of Englewood High School, California, feel good about themselves? They beat Morningside High School 106 to nothing. Their QB threw for 13 touchdowns." And while up 104 to nothing, they go for two. <laughs> Sickening and a disgrace to the title of coach. Congrats on teaching good sportsmanship. You should be fired. Wow. Yeah, because he won by a lot. So so he should be fired. Should be fired. For, for yeah, wait, isn't that why you hire you can only a coach? Be, you can only win by kind of a lot. 
<laughs> you and then you then still keep your job. I okay. Mean, you know, so what is that magic? You number? can't lose. Yeah. But you can win by kind of a lot. Fifty nine to nothing. Fifty nine nothing was that's enough. acceptable. Because yeah. somebody asked, you know, what is the perfect score? <laughs> I know. Here? That's what 60, I'd like to know. 80 points. Where do you stop? I know. Because if that's the rule, Pat, then make that the rule before the season starts. Coaches, yes. we have a mercy rule: seventy points. Yes. And that's when the game's over. Well, then yes. you're trying hard until you get to 70 and game's over. When I played in high school, we had a mercy rule, and it was 50 points. Okay. If you were up by 50 uh, at a certain point in the game, and I think it was halftime or or beyond, uh, the game was over. So, I mean, if that's what you want, then do it that way. Make that a rule. Don't <clears throat> change it in the middle. And then, Yeah, and, game's and, over. And what was the lead there by Dick Vitale? He said... Uh, uh, How can the coaching staff of Englewood High School feel good about themselves? Yeah, that's not the goal. The goal isn't for me to feel good about myself. It's to win. It's to win the game. It is to win. Yes. <sighs> and I think the onus uh, is on the other team. Yes. Get it, on, it's on that coach to say, okay, guys, we got we got beaten like crazy today. So we're going to have to get back to the drawing board and work a lot harder. Yeah. What do you say, men? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how many players, if you had that approach, instead of whining to the media and whining mm-hmm. to the school board or whatever the guy uh, was doing. We're victims. Right. If you actually, if you're a player on that team and your coach gives that speech, yep. you can look back and say, you know where my turning point was and where I really focused and I ended up becoming a top-notch athlete that went on to be drafted number one overall in the NFL. It was, I played on a team in high school and we got our butts handed to us mm-hmm. 106 to nothing. Yeah. And I said, I never want to feel like that again. Yes! So I hit the weight room. Yes! I studied film. I said, how can I improve myself? And the other 21 other guys that start for this team. I lifted I- weights. Right. I I ran. I, uh, I did squats and and push-ups and sit-ups and i i played football uh seven eight hours a day until i got better right in this society now there is no virtue in victory it's virtue in victimhood it's like who can shout the loudest that i'm a victim and get the most attention for woe is me go away stop you're in the wrong sport man i asked him if we could stop the game and he didn't want to (laughs) of course he didn't want to i'm upsetting records baby (laughs) get better we're having a good time over here i don't know about you guys But we're having fun. Okay, you know what? Here's a great example. Seriously, seriously. Uh, University of Nebraska, we beat, uh, I say we, because I was obviously a part of the team. Back in the Mm. 90s, I can't even remember what the score was, but beat um, Arizona State, Jake Plummer, right? Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the score, but it was obviously a big win, I'm sure. The next year, Arizona State beat Nebraska. I remember that. Absolutely manhandled them, which was... So out of the ordinary. And they used the year before as motivation. They spent the the 365 days between their own ass kicking Mm -hmm. and doing it to Nebraska, focusing, we're going to do it. We're going to do this. And so in my four years at the University of Nebraska, they lost two games. They lost the Big 12 championship on a great play by Texas. Oh, you Longhorns. And they lost the Arizona State game. Because Mm -hmm. Arizona State didn't say, oh my gosh, we scheduled Nebraska and got our butts kicked. No. They concentrated, they focused, they got better, and they did it the other way around when it was their turn a year later. Yeah, they weren't victims. They're not like, well, why don't you guys just play Ohio State and Alabama then and leave us alone? 
You should leave us alone. <laughs> That's the exact analogy. Big, mean Nebraska. They didn't team. try to get out of the, the, the home and home. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't yeah. say, listen, cancel yeah. this contract. They're over our heads here. And the thing is, this theory has now permeated even the NFL. It's even in the NFL. If you're beating the brains out of some team and they do something, like throw a pass in the fourth quarter, they'll whine and cry about it even in the NFL. I remember a Packer game where they were up by a lot against the Cowboys. And I can't remember who their middle linebacker was. Uh, but he was all pissed off that they were still throwing the ball in the fourth quarter, despite the fact that the Packers were up by, I don't know, 30 points or something. Um, the guy made $7 million a year, and he's whining about it. He's whining about the fact that... They're still trying to play football on the other side, on the other team. Uh, how about you earn your salary? Wow. And suck it up. Right? Buttercup. And play a little bit harder, a little bit better. I mean, when you're doing that, when you're making millions of dollars to play the game, that's really sad. And that shows just the 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 disintegration of our society. Yes, it does. Pat, in 1995, Nebraska beat Arizona State 77 to 28. Oof. They were up 63 to 21 at halftime, okay? Yeah. Fast forward 1 year later, uh 1996, Arizona State beat Nebraska 19 to nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's It can be done. It's impressive. Try harder. Yeah. That's God. right. And that used to be the theme. That used to be our mindset. Try harder, play better, work harder, you know, and then and then good things will happen. Yeah. Now it's, you shouldn't have beaten us that bad. <laughs> That's really mean. You guys are mean. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> it's, just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, all right. The left all hacked off over this uh, pilot who said let's go brandon <laughs> do we actually have the uh we have the audio don't we yeah there's a video from inside the cockpit uh, okay yeah. and and there's some question as to whether he actually yeah. said let's go brandon or let's go braves right right let's so, hear it about uh, seven or eight miles an hour good visibility mostly clear sky 77 degrees thanks for coming out flying the southwest airlines welcome aboard remember let's go brandon a little, little fuzzy there at the end. Yeah, it was. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he says Brandon. I don't know. I think he says Brandon, right? Do you? I, that's what I think. Because Here's my here's my thing. Why are you recording uh, that Uh huh. if you're saying let's go Braves? I don't know. Let's hear it again. Yeah, okay. What do you think? About uh, seven or eight miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Good visibility, mostly clear skies, 77 degrees. Thanks for coming out flying the Southwest Airlines. Welcome aboard. And remember, let's go, Brandon. Oh, I think it's Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is Brandon. I don't hear an S. Uh, and, and the left is all crazy over right. it. They are losing they can't, their mind. They cannot believe that uh, they, this is something so nasty. It's, let's go, Brandon. Now, it stands for something else, obviously. Oh, does it really? Yeah. I thought yeah, we were all does. rooting for that NASCAR guy. <laughs> is that not? No, that's oh, not Oh, I missed the boat on this. You'll yeah, have to you tell did. me off air, you did. I'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're acting as though... This is the worst thing that's ever happened or been said about a president of the United States. How quickly these people forget. It is amazing. They did the same thing with Bush, 
when Obama was in office and we were pissed off that a communist was in office <laughs> and we were <laughs> we were talking about it. And then they completely forgot they acted like they'd never said anything bad about Bush. Now they're doing the same thing with Trump and Biden in office? Come on now. I mean, the Trump presidency uh, was like nothing else we've ever seen in our lives. It made it made the Bush years look like it was nothing but praise from the left. Mm. What they said about Donald Trump was so ugly and so vile, and they said it every day. And now they're acting as if, oh, I'm all indignant because you're saying, let's go, Brandon. It's amazing. Re- anybody remember? Was it the Emmys or it was the Oscars? Was it the Oscars? Talking about Robert De Niro? Yeah, De Niro. It was the Tonys, yeah. Tonys. Yeah, I mean, even okay. even less watched. Even worse, yeah. uh, the Tonys when he said this. Robert De Niro. Robert Ooh, De Niro. Ooh, yeah. He's great. I'm going to say one thing. Trump. Oh, yes. No, he that's said great. it. Oh, yeah. no, you did Oh, yeah. Oh, that was perfectly wonderful. Oh, they're all oh. smiling and laughing and loving it. Wait, oh, let's... He said F Trump. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, they put the light on him. Woo! Now they're standing up. Standing yeah! ovation. Look at Woo-hoo! this. Look at this. Oh, wait, he's going to say something else. It's he's no despicable douchebag. Trump, Trump. Yeah, he said it again, Pat. He said it again. He sure did. No, and if you had let that clip play, mm-hmm. it just, the applause goes on and on and on. Mm hmm. But you say, mm-hmm. let's go, Brandon, then game over. And, oh, it's the most horrific thing these, that's ever happened. How dare you disrespect the office of the presidency? These people on the left were alluding to the death of President Trump. Uh, What's-her-face did the... Madonna? The severed head. Oh, what's uh, her name? Kathy Griffith. Yeah, she's good. Griffin or Griffith or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, the Madonna thing. Right. And then... Wanted the, to bomb the White House or something. Right. Who was it that said... Uh, it was uh, uh, Johnny Depp. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? Yeah. A little, Remember that? John Wilkes Booth reference? Yeah. And, yeah. Or, or was he referencing himself? Right. I mean, it's just... <laughs> on and on and on. I mean, there's a... Thousands of examples right. of it. And, and remember now... Like, but now they're indignant. They can talk about death, but if Sarah Palin says, uh, target, target a district, Correct. oh, no, you didn't! It's the worst thing Shut that's up, ever happened. hypocrites. Suck. It's really pathetic. All right, let me take a minute and tell you about ScoreMaster. Imagine your credit score. Now imagine your credit score with 30 or even 60, 61 points added to it. Not... 10 or 15 points like others promise. That's weak. ScoreMaster users can add up to 61 points in 20 days or less. Life-changing. Adding all those points to your credit score can mean faster approvals, better deals, lower interest rates on everything from buying or refinancing a home to leasing a new car or applying for a credit card. ScoreMaster was created by data scientists to put you in charge of your finances. Uh, One member recently raised their score 33 points within days. Another 43 points in just a couple of days. ScoreMaster is simple. It's easy to use. It takes about a minute to get started. And if you do it now, you get to try ScoreMaster for free and see how many points you can add to your score. Go to scoremaster.com slash pat. That's scoremaster.com slash pat. Scoremaster.com slash pat. 
Gray Unleashed. Uh-huh. Uh, here's a story that has been flying under the radar. Um, it flew under the radar back in March. But according to the Salt Lake Tribune, which is a piece of garbage. Paper <laughs> aren't aren't they all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even worthy to line your birdcage. It's really not. You don't want it in your birdcage. Wait a minute. So the birds just <laughs> poop wherever they want? What else are you going to put in there? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta but, have some use for a newspaper. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to even touch it. It's just it makes you feel dirty. You got to take a shower that, after touching it. And and you know, you know. some birds can read, <laughs> right? And you don't want to have to read that exactly. Uh, the days of rooting around in your wallet for an ID when you go to the bank, buy an alcoholic drink at a restaurant, or go to the liquor store could be coming to an end in Utah. <clears throat> That'd be great. Wouldn't that be great? So I mean. Opening paragraph, convenience. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Get your mind set on convenience. Okay, so this is, yeah, they're talking convenience here. Incredible convenience. You don't have to have your wallet to to go to the bank, to get a drink, an alcoholic beverage, mm -hmm. go to the liquor store, all things that supposedly just a short while ago, you couldn't do it all in Utah. Mm. <laughs> now you can do them so conveniently. <clears throat> the Depart Utah Department of Safety is set to soon launch a new pilot project that will explore the use of digital driver's licenses. Cool, right? Or a state identification card that can be stored on your phone. Okay. The program will begin with 100 participants with plans to expand to 10,000, including the broader public, later okay. this year. So that happened in March. March, okay, got it. <laughs> now, <clears throat> this story yesterday in outkick.com okay. utah's new digital mobile driver's license should be setting off alarm bells in your head yeah have you been eager to live in an ever-expanding digital world <laughs> where the way you travel bank buy alcohol and even the way you deal with traffic stops will be done through an app no utah's your state and the government there has been busy rolling out a mobile driver's license that will serve as a mobile ID, storing all sorts of personal information. Ah, oh, that makes it so convenient. Ah, uh, but those in charge of this program say it's all safe. Nothing to worry about. <clears throat> we wanted to make sure the technology was in place, that it really could facilitate that level of security. And we believe that it's all at that stage now, according to Chris Kara, director of Utah's Mobile Driver's License Program. An image purported to show information that can be stored on the Utah digital driver's license started making its rounds over the weekend and seems to indicate Utah residents will have the option to include oh, vaccination records oh, no. on the digital license. That's great. Look, look, look at the stuff. <clears throat> and I don't know if this is optional yet or if this is mandatory, but there's a lot of fun stuff on that list. Um, let's see what's on this list. <sighs> Health records. Okay. Vaccine records, mm -hmm. financial reports, what? credit scores. No. Travel records. No. Taxes. No. Vehicle registration, oh spending, voting, sex offender status, <laughs> licenses and permits of all kinds, dietary preferences. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> outstanding parking fines and fees, background checks, rewards programs, and social credit Scoring. I'm sorry, what was that, Pat? Social credit scoring? That's the Chinese system. This is not good. Are you kidding me? We're going to adopt that from China? 
Uh, China's not an enemy. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Seriously, this is... Wow. Uh, we got to follow this story and find out if this stuff is mandatory, if this is... In other words, even if it's just a driver's license today... All this other stuff you know is coming one way or another. This exact paperwork from Utah's license division has yet to be verified. Yeah. But there are portions of this image that are 100% fact. According to the state's own websites, including the fact that Utah is a test state for this this particular technology. Yeah, so I looked this up along the same timeline while Utah's been experimenting this year. Uh, Georgia and Arizona as well. And soon, as in within the next month or so, Florida, Connecticut, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, and Oklahoma. My gosh. It's here. That's not good. No. No. That's not good. Whenever the only people you make this kind of stuff more convenient for is the government. Mm -hmm. That's who Mm -hmm. benefits from this convenience on your phone. And plus, somebody made a point online, if you're having to hand your phone to the officer to say, here's my driver's license, mm-hmm. are you not de facto saying, you have now access to my phone? Whatever whatever evidence you can gain, it's now in your hand. Go for it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to talk to a lawyer about that, but it sounds like that could be the case. It sounds like it could, but think of the convenience. Oh, Keith. oh! I can buy an alcoholic drink in Utah yes. now without yes. fumbling through my wallet. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Not worth so, it. Oh, yeah. You can go to the liquor store and get whatever you want just with your phone. That's great. Isn't that wonderful? I don't even like handing my phone to the cashier who can't read the number that I'm flashing, you know? Yeah, I never do it. Right. I never do it. No, leave me alone. Because I rarely have my phone with me anyway, but, oh. but, uh, but I never do it. Or you can just have me read the number to you. Stop! Yes, I, just, I, I hate this. Uh-huh. I hate this. Like, like, like the re, like, like. It's just understood that I'm gonna hand over my phone to them when they outstretch their hand like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Ugh. back in I don't know 2001 or so when we were doing the show in Houston, and and the whole toll tag thing was just kind of becoming digitized, and yep. you didn't have to stop at the toll booth anymore. Yep, you just drive through it and. And your toll tag uh, yep. registers you, still records me. you. Yep. And we were a little concerned because mm-hmm. all our information was just right there. And so they always knew where you were and what you were doing, and that concerned us. Mm-hmm. How much further have we come since then in just 20 years where we give away everything, everything to everyone? And we don't even blink when somebody says, uh, can I have the last four digits of your social, please? No, I'm never supposed to be asked for that. Do you know that? Do you know you're not even supposed to be asked for your social security number? I remember the big scene my dad made at a Blockbuster video. How about that for a flashback? About 30 years ago when they wanted his social security number to open up an account at Blockbuster video. used to piss people off. Right. And now it's just so commonplace. Sure, yeah. What? Yeah, I'll wear it on my forehead. I don't care. Oh, oh, that day's coming, too. Sure is. And, yeah, because your phone. What if you leave your phone at home? Well, we're going to have to put this someplace where it can't be forgotten. Like in your wrist. Okay. Or your forehead. And then we'll just scan that, you know? You have, like, a barcode, QR code in your forehead, and we'll just scan that yeah. and get all your information. But but don't forget. Then Ama- you can participate in the marketplace. Right. Amazon's already got that thing where... 
Remember they showed we had a video once where someone is at a store inside an airport and they go when they exit, like their phone sends a signal and whatever, like it charged mm-hmm. them automatically for what they just got in the store. Mm-hmm. I oh just, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Con- convenience, Pat. Convenience. Do you want your life to be convenient or not? The other thing we can do if we embed it in you, <clears throat> we can include a GPS tracker for your kids. So if they're ever kidnapped, we'll know right where they are. We'll drive right to them. Take yeah. them right back from the kidnapper. And, and when you're trying to it's get... for on, your safety. Yeah, right. When you're trying to get on that airplane, too, uh-huh. you don't need to be fumbling around for no. your vaccination record We've that's simply going to be... scan your head. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, go on through. Oh, yeah, look, you've, you're up to date with your uh, latest COVID Wouldn't that be booster. nice not to have a carry? You don't have to carry a ticket anywhere with you. I don't even you- want to have to carry my phone. Right. So it being embedded like you suggest. Which so is, convenient. It's a, probably an original idea from you, right? Like yes. you came up with the whole put the chip in you thing. Well, no, but huh? I'm just adopting it uh-huh. uh, for okay. our convenience, you okay. know, because it'll be really convenient. Thank goodness. No more fumbling around. I mean... I'm sure it's not the mark of the beast. Right? See? <laughs> it's not. Huh. <laughs> I've never thought of that angle. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, just, We're so easy. We, we are, are so easily easy. duped. And if you, you know, just the least bit of convenience that we can be handed, we're all over it. We'll, we'll completely sacrifice our freedoms. Uh, for our safety and our convenience. And not even our safety anymore. Just convenience. No. no. That's perfectly fine. But Pat, do you like to fumble around I for don't, documents? Keith, no. No, I don't. So this is going to be great. <laughs> no more fumbling around. Ah, man. All right. In Virginia, don't forget, mm. big election today. Uh, get out to the to the polling place. Uh, and again, for this is for Republicans. They're expecting such a huge turnout. Okay. That Democrats have been pushed to tomorrow. Wow. So, yeah, the Republicans vote today and, and Democrats vote tomorrow. <laughs> if you believe that, then... <laughs> you deserve what you get. Yes. So, let's see. New Jersey, you Virginia... Just, you, you committed election fraud by telling Democrats the election's tomorrow! <laughs> New, it's not real. New York City voting for a mayor today. Oh, yeah. I bet they're going to be, That's what, right. free capitalists... Awesome. When oh, we wake yeah. up in the morning. Yes. That's what's going to happen there. Absolutely. Be interesting to see what happens. We'll see you tomorrow.